Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yeah, Michael's back. Uh-huh, Michael's back. Oh, 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 you know what time it is, right? It is time for the Mom and Michael Hour. It is my favorite hour because I get to visit with my son, Michael Battle, all the way from Los Angeles. And, Michael, it is always a pleasure to have you. How are you, son? I am fantastic. I had a wonderful, wonderful weekend here in Los Angeles. But something interesting happened. So a couple months ago, my friend and I found this really, really cool uh, upscale rooftop swanky lounge in uh, in Hollywood atop a brand new hotel, like really, really upscale. And we went a while back. We had to wear masks and whatever else. Uh, Joey was with us, and he went home, and we stayed and checked it out. And it was later in the evening, so it wasn't too packed. Also, there were still pretty strict rules with the pandemic. So we sat down. There were nice uh, booths and tables. There was a piano in there, which would suggest that, that there would be live music at some point up cool. there. And I mean, that's, that's my kind of spot. Swanky bar, cool setting, brand new, very cool, very Hollywood. We walk right up. We have a great time. We head home. Okay, done. So same friend. She and I are, are at a birthday party downtown Los Angeles on Friday evening. And we're like, all right, we'll pop into this party for a little bit. We'll sit down, we'll have a drink, and then we'll leave and go somewhere where we can just, you know, hang out and talk. And don't have to be as intensely social as is required when you're at a party where you don't know anybody. So we stay a little bit longer than we think at the party and come, you know, 1130, we call an Uber to go to this new place, Bar Liz in Hollywood. And we're like, all right, it'll be close to midnight. We'll roll in. We'll have a nice chic nightcap and go home and be in bed before, you know, 1231. Mm-hmm. We get there. There are three different lines outside the door of various <laughs> swanky 20-somethings trying to get into this bar. And there's a very kind bouncer at the front who's kindly telling all these people there's not a chance you're getting in unless you have a table. And if you have a table, that's the line over there. And we, we're standing outside in our cool clothing thinking we're going to roll in. And we're like, oh, right. We live in Hollywood and people are going out and you can no longer, you know, the, 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 the before times are creeping back in. You can't just roll up to a spot that cool and that popular at midnight, and they start to walk in and get a seat. No, it was, and we, we waited for a while as we tried to find a new place to go to, and the lines kept growing. More and more affluent young people in fabulous outfits kept showing up, trying to sweet talk the guy at the door, being like, oh, I know so-and-so, dropping names. We heard them drop all kinds of, I know, like, don't you know this person? Well, they know me, and last <laughs> time I was here, and you know, I had a table last time, I don't this time, but I had one last one. It was just... None of that is unique 
to Los Angeles, it's just been years since I have heard that that kind of uh, conversation or or, or c- convincing a doorman to let you into someplace cool. It's been years since I've seen the, the mob of hopefuls outside of some cool place trying to get in. Uh, and, and I mean, you know me, I'm not big on waiting in line. I usually, if I'm going to a place like, like that, I know someone, I, the phone call is in, we're going to just, you know, uh, walk right in, not have an issue. And we were outside and two things happened. A, as I mentioned, I was reminded that LA is coming back. People are going out. Our, our old rules of cool are, 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 are starting to be reapplied at the cool places in Hollywood. And B, I'm getting older because the people in that line look young. <laughs> That's the center of this whole conversation. You're feeling old, dude. Michael, can you I ask feeling old. Can I ask a quick question, Michael? During this yeah. whole exchange in the line, did you at any time hear the exact phrase or the exact words, do you know who I am? Right. No. No one did that. There were some very expensive cars that pulled up and the drivers who lingered to make sure the doorman saw them in their expensive car and hopes maybe getting in. Um, but no, no one went that far, but there were, there was definitely, uh, a youthful look and I might have been in there. This is think like, think the Ivy, you know, think super upscale. I know how much the drinks are in there. I've seen the prices of the table and I'm thinking, I'm looking at like a 28 year old and like his friends. I'm like, how are you paying for this? It's like, I know how hard I work. <laughs> <laughs> What are you, what's your name? What are you, because when I was 28, I couldn't afford those drinks. So how, what are you doing? And my whole perspective of it was different. It was more like anthropology of young people, you know, like, how are you doing this? But uh, the one thing all of us outside had in common is that we weren't inside. So I'm sure there was a whole other crew of people I could have uh, observed there. So next time we'll either get there earlier, I'll have to go back to my old games of calling people who are in the know and getting on certain lists so I can just roll in there as the old dude who has a table or something. <laughs> Michael, he's kind of like Will Smith in that movie. I forget the name of it, where he had to stop and ask the guy driving the fancy car. So what do you do? I need to know what you do for a living so I can go do that. Remember that movie? What was the I name of it, you guys? Come on. He had his son with him and they were homeless. Oh, oh come on. Happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pursuit of happiness. And, yeah, and that's what he did. He started asking all these people that that drove these expensive cars, you know, so what do you do? And, and he wanted to learn and find out if he could do that as well. So here's the deal. I find it really funny because every generation has their place they wanted to get in. It might have been Perkins, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> no, it was never it, no, Perkins. No, I'm just you never know. You never know. Let me tell you something. When I first moved to Minnesota, there were young people, 18 to 20, not even 21, 18 to 20, we would meet at Perkins in like 20 of us. So it took about three or four tables, right? And we would all mm. sit and try to talk and stay close to each other. And then we leave when they closed. So I don't know. You can tease Perkins all you want, but that used to well, be well, a wait, hangout. Wait, wait. wait so, so in high school, after high school dance, Perkins was one of the only places that was open. And so my friends right. would want to go there and get late night food. But that didn't mean we were cool. Yeah, it meant we were cool. It meant I was cool when I got here with these new men of Minnesotan folk. Look, I met a lot of people in that group that kept ever changing, but I Mm -hmm. met a lot of people. Yeah, and we had fun. We'd have dessert. That was like the sinful thing we did. Well, yes, I used to go to Perkins late night for sure. I just don't think it had, you know, a line of people outside. But here's the thing. 
with, with no with a line of media. people inside standing in front of the bakery. Remember, so be like be like ten or eleven people just staring and waiting because you had to be patient to be seated. So times are changing, right? The places you think are really swanky, I wouldn't say Perkins was swanky, but I will say the group of us we try to be swanky. We dress up in church clothes. (laughs) We dress up in church. Now, see, for folks that don't know about swanky church clothes, I am talking about. Fancy hats and suits, and the men wore double-breasted suits, and and the women had on nice dresses and high heel shoes like stilettos, man. But no toes out because that was a sin, you know. That we church was folk, we church mm-hmm. folk. So we weren't looking for wine and and old fashions and all of that. We were looking for some some strawberry Kool Aid or some great Kool Aid, and we thought, oh, this is gonna be it. This is awesome. Well, the people in line for this lounge definitely were not in church <laughs> outfits. Things were exposed. They were looking for alcohol. <laughs> it was a very different scene, but it was all very subdued. Uh, but again, with, with, with social media and all, all these new influencers, I, this is a thing I noticed four or five years ago in, in L.A. where it used to be like you, you were famous, your parents were rich, or you were probably in your you know, 30s or more and had money and could go to certain places. But now you'll see 22-year-olds driving a, a, a Lamborghini. And it's not because they're a famous actor or a sports star or obviously not a business person because they're so young or they aren't like a tech person. They're just Instagram famous uh, or, or TikTok famous. They make so much money on this that you have these really deeply young people living these extraordinary lifestyles. And I wonder, like, well, do you ever get bored? You know, <laughs> what's going to happen when you're in your 30s and those same haunts are still there and you're trying to find out what to do in L.A.? But You get older uh, and you, you, you digress from old fashions to, you know, some uh, Morgan David or something. Let me tell you something, Michael. First of all, in L.A., you can rent anything. You can rent grandparents. You can rent children. You can rent a house. This is no joke. This is the truth. You can rent a house. You can rent a famous car. You can even rent the briefcase that's the most famous briefcase or rent the shoes that make you seem, make you look like you are very welcome. It is all a ruse. So don't assume that when someone pulls up in a Lamborghini that they are successful. They could just have some money that they can rent stuff and make you think, you know, Maybe people come out and go ooh and ah over you. Maybe that's what they want or maybe that's what they need or maybe they're scamming folk. The bottom line is you can get that in Los Angeles. You can rent it. But No, of course. But case You can rent teenage children. You can rent teenage children. <laughs> Look, this is my fake family. Aren't you Yeah, exactly. This is my gorgeous family. Wait, aren't your children on those Target ads? No, 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 no. Those are different people. These are my real kids. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You know, I've I've just uh, I watch you because you love cars. You've always loved cars, and to, I'm, I'm impressed by how many of them you know, and you know the how the inner workings work sometimes. And I just go, wow. Mm. But you never talk about buying one. You don't say to me, Mom, I want a Rolls Royce. Now my mom does. My mom says if there was a car I would ever love to own, it would be a Rolls Royce. Don't think it'll yeah, work out over more- here. Because I'm a, I'm a, how do I say this? I, I am a, a fancy person who is secretly a pragmatist when it comes to my finances. 
So I really like the car I have, and my goal is not to get a nicer one. It's to pay the one I have off. Exactly. So I have appreciation for nice cars. And I, I drive a nice car. But for me, it's like, so how much is that? And what could that buy me? And I don't own a house right now, and I'd like to do that. And then interest rates are going to go up, so then it becomes more expensive. Case in point, a friend of mine, I won't name a name, lives in a part of West Hollywood, which is a nice area, but he's kind of on the eastern side of it, which is uh, not as nice, but has been uh, on the upswing as of late. But it's still generally a more expensive area than other parts of L.A. Okay. He bought a townhouse uh, in 2005 for, for $250,000, which may sound like a decent amount of money for a house, but in Los Angeles, that actually was uh, pretty low at the time. And that house is now worth over a million dollars. Moreover, his neighbor has put their townhouse up for sale for a million one twenty-five. And these are older units. This isn't like a brand new, fabulous, amazing place. These are older units that that have some things that, that, that have been redone or added to it. You know, so he kind of posts online saying, hey, this is here. And that's the new threshold here. If you want a two bedroom, I think it's one and a half bathroom, older townhouse in a back corner of a halfway decent part of West Hollywood. It's $1.125 million to buy that. So to your point about people kind of renting things, we all kind of do that because most of us don't own homes. We are renting and you're renting all of your lifestyle. So our clothing, our cars, and that, that fancy table at that club are all the things that we do and uh, to, to exercise our success when we have it, when we can't do it through property or lack of debt, because those two things are, are the hardest to achieve in this town. So yeah, it's a big, flashy, pretentious show, but man, it is fun. <laughs> yeah, but rental companies are making so much money because there's still so many young people that can't afford to buy. And so they're My renting at $2,500 yeah. a, you know, a month and that sort of thing. And it's it's got to be frustrating because rent is only going up because people know they can. It's so many people that need housing. You know, it's insane. Now, here in the Twin Cities, you know, sometimes there are apartments that are being built where I think to myself, I could probably walk up to that and kick that wall in, you know, <laughs> in my own head. Don't try that in Los Angeles. You guys, you know, there are there are rules and regulations, you know, for building. So when it comes to earthquakes, I, I'm and sorry, all that, there's rules and in, in those rules where you live, too, Mom. <laughs> Neither of us should be walking up to a place and kicking in the door. That would no. not be... No, idea. that would not be that wouldn't be smart even. So, I, I, so I had, had a friend of mine who's trying to find a, a two bedroom in Hollywood because he's looking to adopt soon, and uh, oh. he he was struggling to find a two bedroom less than four thousand dollars a month rent. Wow! Just to 4, give you some context, twenty five two bedroom is it two bath? Yes, two bedroom, two bathroom in Hollywood. Forty-one, forty-two hundred bucks a month, and and more. All the is it close to Pico building. Street? No, it's it's literally in Hollywood, like in the in the middle of Hollywood, an area that, as you know, used to be a bit more sketch, and now now is being upgraded quite a bit, even though it's still a major tourist attraction. So twenty-five hundred is expensive for rent, but that's what you would get in the cheap areas of Los Angeles, and in the cheapest, okay, maybe you can get down to. 1700 1800 if you're really lucky to find something that's rent controlled or further up. But when you're in any sort of popular area, fun, or even adjacent to an area that, that is, is, is up and coming, 
the rents are starting around three grand and going as high as ten thousand dollars to live in those same neighborhoods just depending on the square footage of your apartment and, and which building you're in. The prices have gone insane. Yeah, and it's like that around the country, you know. Mm-hmm. Here we've got some insane I mean I've been looking for different places and you know, even renting a house or whatever you're trying to rent, it's it's not easy. And I don't know how young people are doing it. I pray that they can do it because I think every generation deserves a chance. And right now it doesn't feel like that chance is happening successfully, you know. <laughs> so I just well, hope that we all wake up and say, look, don't do it. Don't pay for that. But when you're looking for housing, you're looking for housing. No, and, and my generation, we have no choice. If you want to, to, to live and work in the cities that have the high paying jobs, right. you're going to have to pay a lot, a lot more money to, to be there. And since you normally can't afford to buy a house, you're going to have to rent. And that's exactly why the prices are, are so high. Everyone's trying to find more space, especially uh, you know, post-lockdown. People are like, oh, if I'm going to be at home, working from home especially, I at least, I at least want a two-bedroom. So that, you know, let's say it's you and your partner in one room, you have the other room to have a home office and maybe some storage space. So prices are going up across across the city because you can't buy a house. And if you are in the market to buy a house, as some of my friends are, you know, you're thinking, OK, great. They're doing well. You have some money saved up for a down payment. Interest rates haven't gone up quite yet. Great. You go out there looking for a one bedroom to purchase or a two bedroom to purchase, and your prices are starting at seven fifty, eight hundred fifty thousand dollars for a two-bedroom apartment in an old building in, you know, the outskirts of Hollywood. If you want to go purchase something in a nice area, those are starting at, you know, as, as I mentioned before, a million one, a million two, and up from there for an older unit. Are you surprised, though? So, yeah. I mean, I've been here 18 years. It's always been an expensive city. Um, but my very, I mean, after you and I lived together, like my first, like, on my own cheap, cheap apartment, I think my rent was six. 680 a month for, for, for a room, the uh, master bedroom and a three-bedroom apartment with two roommates, laundry and unit in the, on the Valley side. 680, again, sounds expensive, but for LA at the time, it was really, really cheap. And that, that got me through a lot of times, got me through college, the whole thing in that lower cost apartment here in Los Angeles. That doesn't exist anymore unless you go, you know, 20 miles outside, outside of the city. But I was relatively close. I could get to where I wanted to go. I could see friends, see a movie. I, I, I could get to campus. Um, but that sort of, you know, a few hundred dollars for rent situation only exists if you have five, five roommates or, or at least uh, four people in, in a two-bedroom is the closest you might get to that. So it is surprising. Um, and I'm just looking to see for my generation what happens. Are we going to buy those houses or just keep renting? And as I mentioned before, Spend our money on things that make us happy, if even temporarily. We're going to go to those swanky restaurants. We're going to buy the, the sparkly shoes and the multicolored polos, or we're going to eat great food. All the things that your generation points to us and, and, and says, well, you shouldn't do that. That's why we do them, because our money simply doesn't travel to the important sectors as far as it used to. It's so true, Michael. And, and here it's the same thing. My problem is, you know, I don't, I, I don't look at the apartment to see if it's beautiful. The lobby's beautiful. You walk in, it's brand new, it's gorgeous, but then everybody can hear you flush the toilet. I have a problem with that. 
No, seriously, I have a problem with that. That's wrong. That's wrong any day of the week. And to to allow these builders to do that, I cannot tell you how many people will say to me, yeah, don't go into these new buildings that they're building for apartments because, you know, your your pipes will bang and you'll hear them cursing and t- flushing their toilets <laughs> and everything else. I mean, I, seriously, I like people it. actually hear the their next-door neighbor, next-door neighbor, you know, have, being intimate together. Okay, let's just call it. Where you know, are these? <laughs> I am not I, I, I kidding feel like you. you. Scarred because you keep mentioning this sound issue, and I feel like you've heard some really terrible stories. Because I actually live in a brand new building out here. I don't have any of those problems. So, I mean, again, there there are some footsteps on the ceiling from from the upstairs neighbors every now and then, but otherwise, it's a pretty quiet building. It's a quiet neighborhood. We're we're happy with this, but it sounds like you have heard horror stories of newer buildings and major noise issues. Well, I've heard from other people, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I, I've got this apartment. I love the apartment, but now I can hear everything. I can hear what people are talking about. I can hear them being intimate together. You know, all that screaming and hollering and beating on the wall. Watch it. Your fist might go through. That's let, all I'm saying. Let me say something to to <laughs> add to this conversation. Um, I don't think that's a new phenomenon because I live in a building that I believe was built in the early 70s. Yeah. And uh, it's basically sheetrock walls so it's not uh there ain't no there isn't a lot of quiet you can hear now it's not going to be loud you're not going to have stuff coming through the walls at amplified sound but you can hear people talking i'm sure my neighbors hear me talking when i'm working from home so it's it's nothing it's not oh this this apartment building was built in 2005 it's it's gone to you know where because it's just not built well no it's it just depends on the building because they're old buildings that are not that great either i'm looking for old dude okay i, I mean well. not an old dude i'm saying i'm looking for an older apartment okay <laughs> did you like, call me an old dude like no, i'm talking about Someday if i were but... looking if i were to go into an, an apartment first of all wouldn't you love to have two bathrooms and two baths but the price is really high for that. So you have Wait, to start so looking you, at, do you, you want to rent? Do you, you want to purchase a condo? Bathroom. Yeah, what did I say? You said two baths and two baths. You mean two bedroom, two bathroom. No, I thought Ooh. she said two bed, two, two bath. Yeah. I thought she said two bed, two bath. She didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you want your mother we, to be wrong? You we, want your mother have, to be no, wrong? We have to go to break. <laughs> oh, we do, don't we? Yes. Okay, we're going to go to break. We'll be back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It is now 1037 here at WCCO. Welcome back. As we wrap up this hour, we do hope you've enjoyed the four hours we've had tonight. Thank goodness. Uh, I've been here for a while, and I tell you, I just love being here with you on a Sunday night. So thank you for sticking and staying with us. Of course, this is the Mom and Michael Hour. If you are just joining us, it's my favorite hour. I get to visit with my son all the way from Los Angeles. And, Michael, I have to tell you, man, um, you are the Disney guy, and you said no more masks at Disneyland? Yeah. So California, the state changed, changed their mask rules, but L.A. County has not yet. So in L.A. County, you're still, still, still wearing a mask when you're walking around. But if you're eating or drinking indoors, you can take it off. Um, and then outdoors at a large event, uh, oh, no, that rule changed. I'm, I'm not going to say it because that's changing, too. But point is, the rules in L.A. County are still layered and confusing, and masks are still very much involved. But Disneyland is in Anaheim which is in a different county, and they announced that uh, if, you, if you have the vaccine, you no longer have to wear your mask indoors inside the parks. Now, it's an honor system. No one's actually checking your, your vaccine card if you don't have a mask on. So that's take that for what it is. But, yes, we went today to pop in for a couple hours to buy some merchandise, and it was our first time since the pandemic hit being able to go to the parks and walk indoors certain areas and just not have a mask on and see faces. Now, the employees themselves are still wearing a mask in, in most parts of the park, uh, even when they're outside at times. <clears throat> so for them, it's not quite uh, free, <laughs> not as free as they might like, especially when it gets warm again. But it was awesome. Being back, it felt a little bit like normal uh, going there and just kind of being free. It was wonderful. You know, um, the thing is, are we still protecting those that can't get the vaccine? You know, the children. Um I, I have some concerns about it, but, of course, they decided to go without the mask. And it says if you have the vaccine. But does that mean all the shots or just so, the vaccine? Currently, as far as I know, it, 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 the, 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 the deficit for being fully vaccinated here in L.A. is two shots of Pfizer, two shots of Moderna or Johnson Johnson. I don't know if they changed Johnson Johnson to, have to having to have a booster and I don't know if they have officially changed fully vaccinated to having the booster or not. But for the longest time here, it's been, you know, either a full set of one of the vaccines, depending on what the full set is. Um, and if I sound confused about this, it's because I am. It is a constantly changing system here as it is in most parts of the country. And, you know, obviously in L.A., it's a very blue city and we're very much trying to do the right thing. But uh that that intense wave of of pandemic rule fatigue has most definitely hit this city 
uh, especially after Omicron, as you and I have spoken about, because mm-hmm. so many of us here got three shots and then got Omicron, which thankfully was mild. And, our, you know, our death rates, though they spiked, uh, are going back down. But people are kind of like, you know, we did the thing. We wore the mask. We got the shots. It saved our lives. Thank God. But now can we have a little time where we can feel normal? You know, I think people just want to have a little bit of freedom here and there. And to your question about are we protecting those that can't can't get the vaccine, especially children, um, not as much, you know, and that, that's the question that parents are asking about. But the thing is, culturally here, of course, well, by the rules, masks are always still optional, and people are very much talking about how if you feel more comfortable with a mask on or with your kids having a mask on, by all means do that. But we're fortunate here that culturally people aren't going to jeer at you or, or, you know, laugh at you if you have your mask on. That's just not uh, the culture in this city. So like at the parks today, there were tons of people still indoors with masks on, on rides with masks on. There were even people outdoors still with masks on. So it's just up to that person and when, you know, what you want to do. Um, so I, this is going to be an ongoing thing. This is going to be our new life is kind of how these rules change and, you know, the various waves that come through and just us all trying to survive. Uh, as this whole thing evolves. You know, for me here in the Twin Cities, I walk into an establishment, and the first thing I ask, because I see a few people with their masks on, I see the the employees with their masks on, and then I look around, and most of the people in that space don't have a mask on. So the other day I went to Byerly's Lunch in Golden Valley, and, you know, you walk through the first door, and I call that purgatory, that little area where you stand and try to find your mask. And then, <laughs> and then you walk through. Yeah, seriously, that's me. And then I walk through the door for the grocery store. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you just you feel a little uncomfortable because they say on the doors of a lot of these establishments that a mask is required or recommended. If it's recommended, it's not like mandatory, Right. Correct, so people, correct. yeah, and that's what I've heard in most of the stores, even when I went to Walgreens to pick up some for mom, I learned that, you know, when it says required or, you know, it's just different. It's a different understanding. Some people see that as, okay, put your mask on, it's required. But there's so many different <laughs> definitions of required. So how do you see that word well, being used when it comes to masks? <clears throat> That word is pretty explicitly clear. <laughs> if a mask is required, a mask is required. You need to put it on. So there, I, there, there's no gray area there. If it says uh, masks are suggested, well, that's probably poor word choice on the owner's part. But sure, it's a suggestion to your choice. Required means required as it still is here in Los Angeles. If I'm going to a grocery store, I have to have a mask on. If security or an employee there sees me walking around the store without a mask, they'll politely ask me to put it back on a couple times before taking me out of the store. So... No, it's it's clear here. If the place says it's required, it is. And, you know, we've all seen the videos online of crazy people just getting into huge fights because they, they don't want to put a mask on. And, you know, some lady in some grocery store been like, I have all right and screaming. And, you know, it's very negative and unnecessary. Um, but it's businesses trying to protect mostly their employees and, of course, also their customers. Um, but, I mean, the Twin Cities is large, but when you're in a huge, huge city like Los Angeles or, you know, Manhattan, there's just the, the stakes are too high. Because when the wave hits here, it's massive. Everyone well, here, come in contact with this thing. Well, people here seem to look at required as, you know, they oblige. Well, let me just think, because they won't tell you you have to wear it. Everyone I've asked in grocery stores, no matter which grocery store it is, they never say it's required. 
Mm. You know, it is they, here. It, it'll say it on the little sign, but it doesn't say it's mandatory. That's what I really mean. So the bottom line is if it says required on the door as you're entering. No, but it's not because you walk in, they go, oh, it's you know, it says required. You can go ahead. And so it's more like I will oblige. I will put the mask on. And oftentimes I do. Other times I go, oh, no, no, you don't need a mask, even though it says that on the door. Okay, so so, I'm, so I'm a little confused about that. <laughs> so they put a sign up. That says masks are required. And because, as I mentioned earlier, the rules are changing and this thing is, is ever changing, uh, either their rules are evolving or the culture is evolving or both. So if someone who works at that store says, no, you're fine, great, I have permission, I would do the same thing unless you don't feel comfortable. Um, and, and, hey, you know, again, I'm in L.A., I've been wearing a mask the whole time, but I have been encountering more and more places that do have kind of a more lax uh, uh, rule set like that where I walk in. I put a mask on. I say, hey, when, when can I take it off? They say, well, when you're checking in, the mask is off. It's on, rather. And then when you walk over to the bar, once you get your drink, you can take it off. It's easy, as I did uh, Saturday night, uh, last night at dinner, you know, took the mask off, got drinks with friends, were at the bar waiting for our table. And they say, oh, your table's ready. And it's a very small indoor restaurant. And as we walked from the bar to the table, we didn't put our masks back on. And no, no one said anything because it just seemed kind of like, well... It's right there, and we're going a short distance, and no one really said much. So in that case, I forgot. I forgot to, forgot to put it back on. So, But, again, that's our culture here in L.A. finally beginning to shift a bit where maybe the rules are loosening up. Okay, so I'm just, I just want to remind you, when it comes to required, um, the Oxford many languages and, and information that they give, it says here similar words to Require would be demand or call for, ask for, request, order. But they blackened out insist on. Insist on is clear. We insist that you put your mask on. That's what it used to be. But we, and, and that's similar to require. That's, that's gray area, Michael. That's gray there's no, area. There's no, okay, okay. So having a, uh, to get a master's degree, you're required to have a bachelor's degree. Oh, man, did you go there for real? I'm just saying there are examples to... And by the uh, way, that's rent. not always the truth. Okay, yes. It depends yes. on the school. You do a, a program that's one of the same, but by the time you're in the master's portion of that, in most cases, you have completed some sort of previous education, but you are required to have that. Uh, to purchase a house, uh, you... Oh, that's great. I was going to say you're required to have credit, but some people buy all cash. But I think you see where I'm going with this when it's usually used as some kind of prereq to the thing that you're trying to do, it's never a gray area. It's not like, well, you don't really have to have this or, you know, and required is required. So I don't think using the, the, the semantics of that word as, as a justification for the culture shift or for the rule shift is worth our time because the word is the word, but clearly the rules, in each individual place and, and, and the culture in each city are definitely changing as we go through this process. I still disagree, but you know what? Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to walk gently away from it, very gently, <laughs> uh, because seriously, every time it says required on the door of any place I go, whether it's a restaurant, a grocery store, you know, I, um, a place like Costco, there, you know, there are certain places yeah, that don't but, but say it's it's mandatory. That you say mandatory, I'm very clear. 
Right, required. but I'm saying the signs eh. is one thing, but the person inside has changed the rules. So, so the, the shift isn't coming from someone saying the sign means this. They're just giving you different information because something has changed in the venue and they didn't take the time or the money uh, to change the sign, which makes sense. But I'm just saying that, again, the semantics of the word are clear. It's just we're seeing a shift in rules and culture. Okay. Semantics. <laughs> I'm going to live under that umbrella right now, dear. <laughs> Welcome to the Semantics Umbrella. It's nice and shady and beautiful here. And shady? Shady is the word you went for? (laughs) No, it's not shady in that way. Uh, You know, in in the shade. You know what? Semantics. I'm kidding. Wow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, dude. I brought it home. I brought it all the way home. You did. You did. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Michael. Okay. So what's next for you this week? Have you come up with a mantra yet? I haven't come up with a mantra. I think for me, step one is trying to leave the house. I, I, I think I was telling you the other day, I actually don't leave the house Monday through Friday um, because I get up really early now and I start prepping for work and I got to make a protein shake and do a workout, get dressed. I have a ton of meetings, a bunch of work to do. And by the time I'm done working, then, then Joey comes home because he still goes into the office <clears throat> for his job. And we're going to eat. We're going to watch some TV wind down, go to bed, repeat. I'm not leaving the house to do anything Monday through Friday. And then Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, we're going out and I'm seeing people for the first time. Uh, so I'm definitely sensing um, a return to that sort of isolation that I felt during the first lockdown where as an extrovert, that isn't the healthiest way for me to proceed. So I definitely have to find some more balance there. I, I do want to comment. I'm not sure if you can hear it. I'm hearing all kinds of weird noise from my upstairs neighbor, and I think it's because we talked about this. I was, <laughs> I was so confident about how I'm so quiet in my new building. It literally sounds like there are pipes moving in the walls. <laughs> you mentioned pipes, and I'm like, we, we Michael, it. Michael, <laughs> I am so disappointed in you for taking the power of suggestion. I am so disappointed. It was not the power of suggestion. He just noticed. That's all. It's been like that. When I was at your apartment, I heard things. Come on. I didn't. This is a first. It sounds like like they're they're dropping marbles upstairs on the ground or something, <laughs> yeah. or shaking the walls. Maybe they can hear me talking loudly. Right. And they're like, "Oh, let's get them." He's let's stop right now. Everybody stop. What did he say? It's quiet. Oh no. Get the pipe. Get the marble. Yeah, you still feel the same way about that new apartment, do you? Okay. I, okay. I, you better I, go I, get I, yourself something old, man. Something that's been uh, around since the fifties <laughs> through the seventies. Go get that. Like Jonathan has, go but get he has. That. You have some pretty bad. You have sheetrock for real, Jonathan? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In a nineteen seventies building. Yeah. Yeah, see. Uh, sheetrock. That's when you that's when you play guitar in bed, right? <laughs> We have to break That's so dumb, man. <laughs> please, Lord, get us a commercial. Yes, please, like right now. Okay, we're going to take a break. Is that okay, Jonathan? Please. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Mom and Michael Hour right here on WCCO Radio 830. It has been my pleasure to be here with you tonight. And I tell you, Michael, uh, Jonathan, I just wrote to you, and he says, I ain't Michael. That's exactly what he wrote to me. I ain't Michael. <laughs> That's what Janet says all the time. Janet? Jackson. Did you, did you just compare me to Janet? <laughs> So now I've been called an old sure. dude, Janet Jackson, at the same show, the same hour. What is this? Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. All right, I'm done with my Janet Jackson jokes. We're back. We were having a serious conversation. Apparently, I lost my mind. So now we're back. It's good. <laughs> okay, Michael, you remember how you and your sister and I would come up with new words. And it would be maybe every other two months or three months. And we write something or, you know, give a sentence put a sentence to it, something like that. Do you still do that? Because you love words. Wait, to clarify, we would find existing real words and challenge each other to see if we know what those words are. You're talking about that, right? Exactly, yes. Because the way you described it, that we come up with new words, I'm picturing us just being like, this one sounds fun, and just making up things, <laughs> trying to figure out what it means. Um, no, I don't really do that anymore. No, I... Uh, I, you kind of were, were, were keeping that going most recently when you would text us with some word you had seen in the paper or in a book somewhere. And that was really fun. Right. You participated in that. Yeah. Um, I, you should keep doing it. You should start it up again. And we should all do that thing. And in fact, I think it's 
Dictionary.com now actually does it on the app where, where you, you can have it send you a push uh, message on your phone where it will t- give you like a word of the day, you know, and just keep cycling new words to your phone. So Yeah, I love getting those new words, but I don't do that. They could send me a check, though. That'd be great. Hey, Michael. What about gig economy? <laughs> like, yeah. like, um, what is a gig economy? I wanted to see that. So, do you want to hear what that is? Uh, well, you're in it. Uh, in part, uh, it, it's the economy <laughs> of people that don't have nine to fives, whose, whose income co- comes from multiple sources throughout the year. They're often self-employed, or they're taking, you know, uh, t- temporary short-term jobs from different employers. Don't know where that came from, but here we are. Oh, wow. Bravo. Bravo. Jonathan, thanks for everything. And to my son, I love you, son. I love you. I miss you. And you just take care of yourself. You be safe, okay? You too. Love you so much. Good night, everyone. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 